Okay, we're back on this Thursday. If you're listening in on 900 CHML, listen up to this next interview because the city of Hamilton with a fairly interesting new ruling when it comes to, of all things, garbage. Yes, you're garbage. And joining us to talk more about the contentious issue of garbage bins and their lids is Angela Story, Director of Waste Services with the city of Hamilton, who joins us now here on Global News Radio. Angela, good afternoon. Hi, Jeff. How are you today? I'm well, thanks. And just proof that this is a small world just want to let the audience know that you are indeed the wife of our program director jeff story here at global news radio that is correct all right just uh, for uh, full disclosure full uh, disclosure purposes so tell us if you could a little bit about this change that is coming to waste collection in the city of hamilton so jeff it's not too too much of a change we brought a bylaw report forward to our public works committee last week and it was approved at city council yesterday and it was just to update some of the components in the bylaw related to some housekeeping related to uh you know adding some wording that the ministry of the attorney general needed and we've updated some section numbering but one of the items that we did bring forward was related to the size and type of waste containers that residents can put out at the curb for their garbage and their yard waste So in the past, we had a weight restriction of 50 pounds and we had a volume restriction of 135 uh, litres. And so what we've done in in the bylaw this time is we've now identified that the lids do not need to be removed for collection, but they need to be opened easily uh, by our crews. And so they either need to be fully removable at the curb or open with a hinge. Okay, and this is due to some safety concerns that uh, some personnel at the city of uh, Hamilton, they've actually injured themselves collecting garbage? Yeah, so sometimes with the hinge lids, if you're, you know, if you don't hold the lid down, then in the process of picking up and emptying the can, we don't have cart tippers on our trucks for our garbage. So when a collector picks up the can and uh, empties it into the back of the truck, they want to make sure that they're holding that flippable lid down or remove a lid completely if they can before they uh, tip it into the back, just so it doesn't clap back on them or even trap any of the contacts of the waste or contents of the waste, sorry back into the can. Okay, and what are you hearing, Angela, from uh, residents? Because we understand that there are some that are uh, kind of upset about this because they're a little uh, concerned, obviously, about uh, raccoons, other animals getting into garbage when it's uh, there at the end of the driveway or a curbside and creating a mess. That's right, Jeff. So the concern came around because initially we were uh, having a discussion about having the lids removed when they set them out at the curb. So after, you know, resident feedback, after discussions with counsellors and and hearing the different scenarios, uh, there's lots of parts of Hamilton that are very windy. There are parts of Hamilton that are rural, of course, and even urban that do have little critters, uh, you know, coming from woodlots or or other fields that are adjacent to people's properties. So, um, you know, to allow for the cans to now be at the curb with a lid on them that can, as I mentioned before, either be removed or, or opened with a hinge that should work for the residents now and we'll also be able to work with our collectors. Unfortunately, it might work for raccoons and other small uh, animals uh, as well. And whose responsibility then, Angela, if this is the new bylaw that's coming into place, who's responsible if there is garbage strewn all about on uh, people's properties? Is it the property owner or would it be uh, you, the city? 
Well, again, the hope is with with the lid being attached when it's at the curb, the hope is that the garbage won't be strewn around either by wind or critters. But at the same time, uh, collectors do make note if they arrive at a home and there might already be, you know, a mess on the street because even birds get into your waste overnight. So, um, you know, if there's a mess made before they get there, then they'll take what they can. If in the process of emptying the containers, if, you know, something spills out the side or something tries to escape with the wind, then the collector is responsible for grabbing that. All right. You mentioned earlier about volume, and I think that that's fairly standard practice in most cities and municipalities when it comes to garbage collection, that containers can only be so full or so big. But is this by law, is this the first of its kind when it comes to lids on garbage cans? Do you know? So, Jeff, I'm not really sure about for, for lids on them. We did do some municipal scanning with neighboring municipalities, and it was really related to, you know, confirming our volume and weight capacities were, were pretty similar to other municipalities. And, in fact, they're pretty much exactly the same. The other thing that we looked at is a maximum height of 91 centimeters and a maximum diameter of 61 centimeters. So, again, we looked at a couple of our neighboring municipalities, and uh, they've included They've included those measurements as well. I, I can't uh, I can't for sure say that we did look at the lid issue, but um, I know before we do our education material that will come out. We send out a calendar every every March for the new waste collection season, and we'll definitely uh, check out what other people are saying and and include it in ours as well. Yeah, is this a long term solution? Does the city believe, uh, Angela, or is maybe the longer term solution finding better receptacles? I'm sure you're well aware of the battle that the city of Toronto has had when it comes, in particular, to uh, raccoons spending millions of dollars when it comes to so-called raccoon-proof uh, garbage bins, which have proven to be anything uh, but. And I'm not sure if there is kind of a critter-proof uh, garbage uh, receptacle. Yeah, that's right, Jeff. And we have an organic screen cart program here in the city of Hamilton as well. So realistically, our food scraps are going into the organics composting bin rather than the garbage. And so we do have, uh, depending on the iteration of a green bin that people have, because we did send them out for the first time in 2006, and, and we've certainly got different ones from vendors over the years, uh, they do have a bit of a locking or a latching lid uh, that is still, you know, it comes open um, when the cart when the cart is tipped by the collection vehicle. So uh, what we would look to do in the future, and it's actually one of our action items in our solid waste management master plan, would be uh, leading up to our next waste collection contract, would we uh, be able to figure out how much it would cost and what the efficiencies would be if we were able to also transition to a cart that would be tipped um, or picked up by a truck as opposed to being picked up by a person. Yeah, it seems like with these uh, locking bins, the only people that are kept out are homeowners and city employees trying to empty them. <laughs> but yeah. regardless of all of that, just finally, if uh, residents continue to uh, seal their bins, use uh, bungee cords, of course, we've uh, seen that a lot, which poses a bit of a, a threat, a safety a hazard to uh, employees. Uh, some people put even like large rocks and stones on top of their lids. If they continue to do that, uh, what sort of sanction might they uh, face from the city of Hamilton? Are we talking about possible fines? Yeah, so the city of Hamilton does have a uh, fine or a penalty uh, component to the bylaw and the city of Hamilton would with other bylaws as well. Uh, But what we do here is we have a very education first 
uh, progressive enforcement system. So usually if we come upon um, an address that maybe the, the weight is too heavy or, you know, we can't get the lid off because it's bungee corded down, as you've said, we would leave a, a noop sticker for the first time. If we came back the next week uh, and we had the same issue, we would leave the sticker, leave the waste, and we would uh, send a letter. The next time we would do a phone call, then we might do a site visit before it moves over to the bylaw group. And then the bylaw uh, group would try to work with the resident or business owner as well before um, putting that fine down onto the residents that issue all right angela really appreciate the time with us this afternoon thanks so much for joining us no thanks for having me have a great day you too angela story is the director of waste services with the city of hamilton on a rather interesting uh, ruling by the city when it comes to uh, garbage and garbage lids and we're back after this here on global news radio Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.